comic books flying off the shelf and Jason Momoa is screaming in excitement for some reason. And we have a hot book high up on the list that you may want to hold off on. The hottest comic books in the world. Consider subscribing and liking the video. We're here every seven days for the comic community. And at the list, at number 10, the potential demise and ruin of a beloved IP. At number 10, we have Rick and Morty issue number one from 2015. It's the first comic book adaptation of the franchise, which has been in the news lately, but not for good reason. Co-creator Justin Roiland in the news about a alleged case that began in 2020 to be concluded as early as April. Whether he will be charged is not the conversation. We are talking about a comic book that is selling in high amounts, mostly because of the news, but also I suspect because people are dumping the comic book because the fear of the IP being tainted. It could be the fact that there is more attention on the franchise now with the controversy, or it could also tie into that TV nostalgia cycle that we've been seeing with recent cartoon comic book adaptations. Looking at the census, we have 976 total slabs, which includes 212 CGC 9.8s. Now, this book's last GPA sale was in December of 2022, where it sold for $760, but the record high was in March of 2021, where it sold for $1,450. Justin Roiland does the voice of both of the lead characters in the show. Could this be a House of Cards situation where the departure of one of the lead producers, writers, and voice actors could lead to a collapse of the IP? Considering the contract provided by Cartoon Networks shows that they have as many as 40 additional episodes slated. Now, the speculation doesn't stop there because in mid-2021, none other than Zack Snyder expressed interest in directing a live-action Rick and Morty. We have a CGC 9.0 that sold for $200 this week, 7% above its 12-month average. A 9.2 sold for $250, 11% above its average. And then we have a CGC 9.4 selling for $285, 7% above its 12-month average. Speaking of animations moving to live action adaptations, we have Ahsoka Tano coming sometime in 2023, putting the Dave Filoni variant on the list. At number nine, Star Wars The Clone Wars issue number one, the first appearance of Ahsoka Tano. And this variant was a lottery system. A hundred stores randomly picked to be provided 10 copies of this scarce elusive variant. We used to talk about this book all the time, and it's been a while since it showed back up on the list. We know Ahsoka Tano has her series coming, and we just recently got the trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3. We have a total of 288 slabs on the CGC census, which includes 115 9.8s. The 2021 heights of this book at a 9.8 was $16,000. That right there just encompasses the fandom and the hype that Star Wars was experiencing with the introduction of The Mandalorian and the introduction of Ahsoka Tano, especially her uttering the words Thrawn. Well, the last GPA sale shows January this year for $9,244. The book is down. However, I think now may be one of the best times to grab variants and key Ahsoka Tano appearances, which is why I suspect members are buying it, placing this book on the list. Now, we did have a record-breaking sale in a standard cover newsstand CGC 9.2. It last sold for $1,650 in 2022. It's up 3% now, selling for $1,700. It's crazy to see how much love there is for that barcode, especially when you look at the now rarer Dave Filoni variant at a 9.6, selling for $3,400 this week, up 11%. Yes, the book has been comfortably over $3,000, but $3,400? 
quite a rise without any new updates on the series. Besides that the Ahsoka Tano narrative is going to be a little bit more in-depth and less episodic as The Mandalorian. Now, Tom already spoiled the CGC 9.8. It did just sell for 9,244, which is down from its former glory, but it's up 5% from its 12-month average. Is this one of the best covers of all time? At the list at number eight, Silver Surfer number four, debuting in 1969. Silver Surfer versus the Mighty Thor. The second appearance of Mephisto, iconic cover art by John Buscema with first interior inks by Sal Buscema, and somebody got a crazy deal on a high-grade book. This may be one of the steepest drops, but also possibly best purchases I've seen in a long time. But until we get to that, let's hit them with some average sales that are trending up. We have a 4.5 selling for 850, 18% over its recent 12 month average. The 5.0 hitting $1,050. That's 31% over its recent 12 months. And the 9.0 selling for 4320, 18% over its recent year average. There are a total of 4,184 slabs on the CGC census, which includes 131 9.4s. The last GP a sale was in November of 2022, where it sold for $9,000, just $900 shy of its November 2021 record high. And then this is where it gets crazy because that was so close. You would expect with Silver Surfer in the horizon, we have a 9.6 that broke records in April 2022, selling for $33,600. Well, this month, a member scored a 9.6 for 11400 I have to know what you think about that price in the comment section below. Man, that's a 66% drop for one of the most iconic Silver Surfer key issues. We also have 24 9.8s on the census. Now, the last sale, which was its record high, was in June of 2021, where it sold for 90000 Who's going to portray our cosmic surfer on screen? The fan casting has been excellent, but I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And being a Mr. Robot fan, I think Rami Malek would be ideal for this type of portrayal. Someone who is able to have that deadpan look, emotionless, but stellar acting chops. We're also hearing a lot of rumors about Keanu Reeves. What do you think about that pick? I mean, he fits the bill as far as that goes. And like anyone else, I love Keanu Reeves and I want to see him do well. I want to see him in the MCU. And we've seen him go bald in the Matrix. I just don't know if I see him as Silver Surfer. Jeremy Strong would make a great Silver Surfer. He's got the deadpan eyes. He's got the intelligence. He always talks about his dad. He fires a bunch of people, which is basically what Silver Surfer does. I, I vote Jeremy Strong. That's my pick. Go watch Succession. Fire Guy Ryan coming through with his thoughts. And a book that's a key issue simply because of the artwork. If you guys want to keep tabs on all the Silver Surfer key issues, you got to download Key Collector app. Do a character search of any of your favorite heroes, but you got to know your Silver Surfer. You got to know your FF. You know the Fantastic Four, the first Marvel family, is inbound, as is Galactus. Moving on to the list at number seven, Ghost Rider number one. Bronze Age spec be happening, but what horror is coming as soon as October? We've got Ghost Rider issue number one from 1973, the first solo title Ghost Rider comic book. Last year, we got the Werewolf by Night Halloween special. We know that this year we're getting two specials, but we don't know what they are yet. Safe to say we're probably going to get an Elsa Bloodstone something, probably man thing. Werewolf by Night was such a success, but what's the next drop? Could it be the Ghost Rider? But which Ghost Rider is the question? It's also a double key. It's the first cameo appearance of Damien Hellstrom, the son of Satan. There are a total of 3,890 slabs on the CGC census, and we've been keeping count. That's 121 more since this book hit number six on the Hot 10 from December 5th. 
There are 49 copies graded at a 9.8. And in January 2022, we saw this book skyrocket with the first sale of $14,400 and then a second sale that took place just two weeks later, selling for $26,400. This book has been wanted, has been one of the most exciting keys to watch outside of his first appearance in which I'm sitting in front of that I'm going to be giving away on whatnot in coming months. We have a record-breaking sale for a CGC 2.5. It last sold for $245 in 2022, up 22%, now selling for $300. The 8.0 is up 9% when you compare it to its recent 12-month average, selling for $969. And the CGC 9.2 sold for $1,680, 5% above its 12-month average. Moving on to number six on the list, we have 100 new slabs added to the CGC census in seven days. Wolverine number one, Joe Rubenstein. Frank Miller, the first Wolverine solo story. It's a short miniseries, classic cover that is spiking solely because of Hugh Jackman's reprisal of the role. Deadpool versus Wolverine is coming. And this right here, whenever we cover it and we post on other social media networks, such as Instagram, it's one of the most consumed coverage of any other comic book commentary. People are so hyped for this battle to take place. There are just about 20,000 slabs on the CGC census, which includes 3,663 9.8s. That's 15 more than we last reported. Now, the record high sale was 1,360. $65. That was April of 2021. Now, there have been 14 CGC 9.8 sales this year alone, and they've all been 685 or less. The last GPA sale was 635, which was January this month, this year. We warned the community not to overspend on this book, and we suggested lay off the gas if it approaches that $700 marker, and the floor dropped by $15. Can I get a subscribe? Can I get a like? We have four high-performing sales to report on this week, and we're going to start with the CGC 7.5, selling for $150, 52% above its 12-month average, the 9.2 selling for $190, which is 10% up, the 9.4 selling for $233, 9% up, and then the 9.6 selling for $388, which is 29% above that average. You know the hype is real when the only real news that's happening is commentary on the workout sessions Hugh Jackman is in progress of doing to look as good as he needs to for another Logan appearance. You know, Indie Week's coming up on Whatnot, and we have four video game homages that we're dropping. February 6th is Indie Week on Whatnot, and we've teamed up. We have four different homages to NES Classics, and we're pricing them all at $10. Virgins are $14. If this is your first purchase on Whatnot, you can pick up a trade dress for basically free because through our link, you get a $10 credit. We have a Skull Kickers Final Fantasy homage by our good friend Davis Ryder. We have a Kitsune Ninja Gaiden homage by Miguel Zapata. We got a Darkland number one, a Contra homage done impeccably by Ryan Brown. By the way, I happen to know the person who holds the record for the speed run on Contra. I digress. We also have a Garbage Pail Kids origin, a Little Samson homage. Come by the app. We are pricing these super low to hook up the community. Use the link in the description to sign up if you haven't already. Let's keep the video game coverage going with one of the best 
show adaptations to ever happen. We have The Last of Us number one, American Dreams. This is the first time we saw The Last of Us adapted in a comic book because it came out prior to the release of the beloved viral video game that would be adapted to HBO Max and take over the internet and HBO by storm. This is next up on my list for things to watch. I've played the first video game. I've heard nothing but great things about the show. And we have a low 261 total slabs on the CGC census that hasn't moved since the trending 10 video just a few days ago. I suspect that this book isn't going to be leaving our list anytime soon with how close of an adaption it is to the game. I mean, it's shot for shot in parts of the show. I think that this right here is proving to be the next potential Walking Dead. And there was also a pandemic exclusive box set that was released, and we saw one sell because it not only came with a statue valued around $800, it came out with a comic-sized variant issue of issue number one. This set, with lacking the video game, sold for $1,085, putting the value, if the book was near mint, right around the $200 marker. Well, the standard copy in a 9.2 did just sell for $250, 55% above its 12-month average. The 9.6 sold for $449, 9% above that 12-month, and the 9.8 sold for $1,190. That's 8% above its 12-month average and the second highest sale of all time. The heights this book reached was $12.50. The only thing that came close to that was $100 less. Seeing these types of sales get so close to the all-time high shows, the amount of interest in this show, and how right they're doing by the fans by creating something that is basically a shot-for-shot remake of the game. We are less than a month away from the debut of Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, and we've got Kang the Conqueror goodness on the list, coming in at number four with Avengers 8 from 1964. Signed up for five different appearances, Jonathan Majors is clearly going to be in multiple movies, but which ones are the question? And will he be a Thanos-level threat or bigger? If that is true, post-Quantumania, in as little as a few weeks, we may be seeing the next Silver Age book propel well past mid-list, which is where it is right now. And we've got some strong performers as well as a record-breaking sale. Let's start with the 4.5, which actually had two sales. First, it sold for $1,000, which was 2% above its 12-month average. And then we had another sale of 1050, putting it 7% above that average. The CGC 7.0 is up 2%, selling for 2400 And we have a 9.4 record-breaking sale. Last selling in 2021 for 10200 up 41%. For an all-new high of 14400 Can I get a high damn in the chat? There are 2,733 slabs on the census. Now, if you're keeping track like we are, that's 198 more since it made the list last time. That includes one more copy of the 9.4, bringing that to a total of 30. We saw one of the 15 9.6s come to market this past November, setting the price for 21600 And the 9.8, in which there are only four in existence, hasn't sold since 2019, where it sold for less than the 9.6 just did for $16,500. We need to see a 9.8 hit the market. It's going to go berserk. Not only do we have Kane coming, but number three on the list, we have Modoc's first appearance with Tales of Suspense 94 from 1967. We see Darren Cross go full MODOK in the trailer. Clearly, the mechanized organism designed only for killing is going to be an Ant-Man. But I want to give a big warning because I'm seeing some signs that there is a recipe to possibly overpay for a book. Jem, what's your gut feeling about MODOK and his longevity? Does he have legs in the MCU? I don't think MODOK's going to have very long legs in the MCU, pun intended. 
We haven't seen a higher graded copy sell in quite some time. A 9.2 last sold in 2022, where it sold for 1330. 9.4, haven't seen one of those sell since 2021 when it hit $1,000. Clearly, the floor has risen since then. We haven't seen a 9.6 or 9.8 since 2020. So if we can table the 9.8, because that's such a different threshold of a collectible, this is a prime time to see a 9.0 to a 9.6 enter the market. Because someone may look at this as a prime time to try and pass the bag. We're getting really close. That FOMO bug may be real. So I want to put a warning out. If you don't think MODOK has the legs long-term, this may be one of the worst times to buy a high-grade copy. Now, with that being said, we do have five high-performing sales to talk about. A 3.0 selling for $110, 5% above its average. A 3.5 selling for $118, 2% above its average. And then the 4.0 selling for $121, 7% above that 12-month average. A 4.5 hit 140, 4% over its recent 12 months. And the 7.5 hit 440, trending 11% over its recent 12 months. That's two different books spiking because of Quantumania. Let's make it three at the list at number two with Marvel Premiere 47. The first appearance of Scott Lang as Ant-Man in costume, but also the first appearance of Cassie Lang, the daughter of Scott Lang, who is a major character, part of the narrative, seemingly according to the trailer and a next young Avenger to be introduced, possibly stature long-term, great spec potential on this book. Which is the difference between this book and the book prior. There are 27 more slabs on the census since it was number one on a recent trending video, bringing that total to 3,187. Also, this book became like the trifecta to own because not only is it a double key, it's a triple key because it's the first appearance of Darren Cross, who becomes MODOK, as we just mentioned in the upcoming film. The 9.6 has a total of 503, three recently added to the census count, and the book is down quite a bit, selling for its heights in 2021 for 810. This month, 460. The 9.8, in which there are 206 copies. The heights it was reached was in December 2021 for 2250. This month, selling for 1056. However, this book only recently got hot, I would say, since the trailers began to drop. So there is a combination of spec happening, investment, but also a lot of selling. Oh, they're selling 118% increase this week over last. We have an 8.0 selling for $160, just 3% up. An 8.5 selling for 180, 10% above its average. A 9.0 selling for 219, putting it 4% above its 12-month average, just like the 9.2 selling for 250. And then the 9.4, which sold for 401, 31% above its average. The 9.6 hit 524 this week. That's 12% over its recent 12-month average. Subscribe to the channel. We're here every seven days for the Comic Familia and at the list at number one. What's got Jason Momoa so excited? <laughs> Is it because of the comic sales? Is it because he's going to be Lobo? At the list at number one, the first appearance of Lobo, a book that's been perpetually relevant, 10 times strong on the hot 10. I don't think anyone thought that this would be one of the most sought out after books entering into 2023. Jason Momoa said, picture him rolling. I'm picturing it on a motorcycle rolling through space. We have a CGC 8.0, which sold for $85. 15% above its 12-month average. The 8.5 selling for $95, 30% above its 12-month. 
The 9.4 hit 170, 67% over its recent 12 months. The 9.6 hit 200, that's 41% over its recent 12 months. The heights that this book reached was $462, and that was in December 2022. Well, we have a $410 sale this past week, trending 24% over its recent 12 months. It's getting awfully close to breaking that record. Clearly, Jason Momoa receiving some good news walking out of a meeting with Warner Brothers. He said he hasn't been this excited since he got Aquaman. We don't know if it was Lobo, but clearly he is screaming for joy in this casting and giving thanks to Peter Safran and James Gunn. Who else could it be? But clearly the comic fam is voting with their dollars. We appreciate your time today, as always. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Yo, comic fam, look at this. Fire Guy Ryan's been prepping shows getting them ready in advance. Let's take a look at what he's got for us in like coming weeks. This is uh, Thanos Death Notes, the EM Geist variant. This is a one in a hundred. This right here is one of my favorite Thanos covers of all time. You got Death and Thanos on Throne. Join us on Whatnot. I'm on there three, four, five times a week doing some of the best deals on the internet. Have a great week. We have other videos for you to check out and uh, see you soon.